Hello, a very lovely morning to you, Abuja. Wherever you're tuning from, is your multiple award winning station, Love 145, here on the hills from Papua in the nation's capital. Today, you know, is Friday and it is the 19th day in the month of March 2021. This is the podium. The podium is our current first flagship program on policy, strategy, and good governance. And today's Friday. I love Fridays, you know that. My name is Peniel, Peniel Diel. And today being Friday, of course, you know what we do on Fridays. And I oppose today we'll talk about Nigeria in numbers. They are already in the studio this morning, but before then, good morning to you, Tacey Jackson. Good morning, Peniel. It's, it's Friday, mm. so just get yourselves relaxed. All right, we know the country is tensed, people are not happy, but then, like mm. tell you here, you just have to create happiness, okay, for yourself. I have um, Jumobi Adegbiti, I hope I'm correct. Yes, sir. Um, he's a um, communications designer, NOI Pulse. Jumobi, good to have you this morning. Good morning. Penny. Okay, we good used to have one governor, Jumobi, late now, though. <laughs> <laughs> are you related? No, 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 we are not related. We are not. Okay, and of course, I uh, will be having someone join us much later in the program. Air Commodore Abayomi Balogun retired. Okay, he will join us um, much later in the program. All right, um, today, Ben Friday, like we say, is an pause, and um, what we're looking at today is um, kidnapping. Kidnapping, okay. But sometimes when you look at what is happening in the country, uh, you don't feel like laughing. But then, if you carry the problem on your head, it won't end there. You will go and the problem will continue. So you just have to create happiness all for yourself. Um, looking at kidnapping, and um, well, Nigerians reacting based on the polls we have here this morning. Most Nigerians are concerned about kidnappings in their state. And um, for what we have here, Let's go straight. We'll look at, um, according to the polls here, we're having um, concerns about kidnapping. We have 80%, um, is it 30%? We have 80% from 100, 180, 60, 40, 20, and 0%. 55% persons, people are saying very concerned about kidnapping right yes and um about 30 percent somewhat concerned as in between yeah. and also 13 percent not very concerned not at all concerned about kidnapping yes. and this is quite um it's terrible yeah. it's terrible when you have this kind of um, um disparity people who are concerned not concerned people who even careless they don't care whether there's kidnapping or not. Uh, so, Adebite, let me start with you on this issue. When you have this kind of um, poll, what does it... Um All right, thank you, Peniel. Um, good morning once again, Nigeria. Um, this survey was actually carried out by Afrobarometer. Afrobarometer is one of our um, polling partners. And... Um, it's part of their highlights for the um, Afrobarometer Round 8 survey 2020 survey findings in Nigeria. And so um, this survey actually highlights the issue of kidnapping 
and attempted kidnap in Nigeria. Mm. So it is not just about um, kidnapping. So we also um, this, the, the, the survey also highlighted um, the high rate of attempted kidnaps. So you have you have people who even suffer or who, um, who are so traumatized by um, be, by escaping um, some attempted kidnaps and all that. So that's what the, the survey actually is all about. And we have that most Nigerians are actually concerned about kidnappings and attempted kidnappings in their states and um, generally in Nigeria. And the Afrobarometer study actually shows that there is an appre the apprehension is actually widespread among um, all socio-demographic groups and it's also highest in in the in northern nigeria and it also shows that crime and security is among the three most important problems that nigerians want the government to urgently address and um i mean in the recent weeks we've had cases of kidnap um kidnappings and even attempted kidnaps and um, in so many parts of of the country in nigeria hundreds of school girls were in Zamfara State were kidnapped um, um, I think about two Fridays ago and then they were later released about 26 people two including a chief imam were also kidnapped in Niger State on Saturday the same day that the, uh, the 42 students were kidnapped in the same state and they were ransomed so these are very very urgent issues not just not just for the northern part of the country just as the study shows um yes uh the study shows that there is an increase the the, the, the highest state the highest um, geopolitical zones with the highest number of kidnapping is the northern states is the, is mm -hmm. the northern region of nigeria but it also shows that the study also shows that that's the, um, um, other regions, other geopolitical zones, the southeast, the southwest, are also um, experienced high cases of kidnappings and attempted kidnaps in Nigeria. And so, it's not just about a geopolitical zone now; it has now become it's a, a national issue. Tessie Jackson, it is a, it's quite, is a disturbing um, poll if you look at yeah, it. it We've been having cases of kidnap more like back to back to back to back. There's virtually no day that passes by without an incident of kidnapping in the country. And um, if you look at the polls, like I said, yeah. it's disturbing. Very, very disturbing. And um, <coughs> it, it, it still leaves a lot of uh, gaps. There are gaps now that we still have to be on the watch because um, the polls, from what we see, the scenario we see these days, it means... Uh, the, the polls is, is going to be a continuous thing. Uh, yes. Almost on a weekly basis, it has to be updated because what we're seeing now, and from what you see, have you noticed, have you people also taken a, a, a notice on the, the, the pattern of this act being perpetrated in our society? And what, do you, what have you people come up with? Because I, I think it shouldn't stop by having the polls being conducted but also trying to see how it can be uh, reduced or curtailed, so to speak. Have you people thought about it too? Yes, um, we have. Uh, yes, just as you know, NOI polls is just um, 
it's basically a research and polling yes, organization yes. and so um one of the things we uh, also do is to try as much as possible to um release this poll um to media houses partner with our media partners and also to get stakeholders um involved most especially those who sit on decision making tables so that um these polls will be able to influence how policies our security policies are being um driven and um our stakeholders actually cut across um all all um sectors of the of of of, of the Nigerian space, the we have um, the economy, we have um, the crime, we have the security agencies, and all of that. So we don't just conduct the polls; we also ensure that stakeholders who are in the spaces are very much. Let me hold you there yeah. for now. Well, good morning to you, sir. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Abuja. Like I told you today, we'll be joined on air. Uh, oh, sorry, via phone. By um, Air Commodore Abayami Balogun retired. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning. How are you? I'm fine, and you? Okay, good to have you on the program this morning on podium. All right, so what is what we're looking at today? The issue of kidnapping in the country. And um, the polls are not really favorable, if you ask me, because um, it is not one poll that is encouraging at all. When you have, you know, Nigerians now are wary of this act that has been perpetrated almost on a daily basis. As a security man, what's your take? Uh, for me, it's a precise statement. It's demoralizing to everybody. Um, I believe that... Uh, we work together with the issue. Uh, I still believe that the unfortunate has the capability and the capacity to do so. But then the issue of kidnapping and banditry beyond the the, the Nigeria because uh, these guys live within us. They are Nigerians, at least most of them. So it is when all of us come together as Nigerians that say this is our challenge let us face it whoever among the populace sees something strange then the authorities and then together as we can achieve we should not leave everything in the hands of the unfortunate i'm afraid sir if i may come in here this way when you say there are nigerians and they live amongst us you know records have it from reliable sources especially mr president former chief of army staff that came out to say look these persons that we're dealing with most of them are not even nigerians like mr president said they are gaddafi boys he referred them to as gaddafi boys meaning they are not nigerians so when you say they are nigerians and they live amongst us i think there's don't you think there's a contradiction there because if they are nigerians we should know them but when we have authorities come out to say look these guys are not nigerians how then do we deal with people who are not even nigerians going by um the information reaching us from you know authorities oh yes no a lot of them but then and you don't have them inside no external force will be inside of because you are protected but then we give them to come into our country and do whatever they 
So if we go down and say this Nigerian side work, get the Nigerian involved out, then we can solve the ones that are coming from outside because we don't know our country as much as we know our country. So we should start in looking inwards and figure out those guys that could be collaborators of these guys that are coming from outside. So when we do that, I think it will be a holistic approach rather than leaving it to the unpopular. Okay, sir. So, uh, we really appreciate uh, your your comment on that. And uh, looking at the trend of this um, this heinous act, kidnappings and all the what not, we we, we 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 begin to wonder: Is there any security intelligence that would help in curbing this menace? Because this has been happening unabated for quite a while now, and it 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 ridicules our security intelligence. What do you think, sir? Intelligence keyboard. We get intelligence from all sources, both human, electronic, what kind of intelligence must come into play here. And those sources of intelligence must be collated, assessed, and processed and sent to the end users appropriately. Mm-hmm. But what I see that is our shortcoming that we cannot collate all this intelligence that are coming in properly. Wow. And then we have left out a lot of technological advancement that has happened in the world. Today in the world, advanced countries do rely on human intelligence. They also deal with electronic intelligence that can do more than human intelligence. Yes, you can't go out the door of human intelligence because you go down to the road. The electronic can provide a lot of coverage for you uh, for your space and then you see anybody moving. And then you can take proactive actions to negate whatever they are coming to do. So in my own case, we have not integrated our intelligence sources very well. And then we have not fully embraced technology because they are there for us, for the asking. Mm-hmm. But then we must know the right technology to employ. Uh, so once again, uh, I, I thank you for that. Uh, it really shows that uh, we have Nigerians that really know what should be done. Uh, even though uh, it's taking a long time. Now, this uh, this activity that has been going on has eroded our confidence on the leadership of this country. A lot of Nigerians now do not even trust what comes up next, even when the, uh, the president may come and make a, a statement, but the people will not really want to believe it because things have been done and a lot of things are going on, 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 on uh, unattended to. What do you think? the leadership of this country should do such that we can win back the confidence of the Nigerians? Yes, I think uh, we can do the country is to always engage competent to deal with our issues. Uh, because um, most times we engage people based on ethnicity and politics. We really don't go down and say who can do this job. We don't play the office, we play the man. That is, we just look at the man and say we must fix him somewhere. Rather than looking at the office and say, this office, this is what I want to get from you, and say, who can give me this result? So the end of the day, we place round pegs in round in the square holes. You can't get anything out of it. Uh, the leadership, the presidency, is to say, don't implement instructions. The issue of these instructions and expect people down below to carry out these instructions to the leader. And what we see is that when the leadership says, let's do this, 
it dies dead. It does not move forward. It does not get down to the to the end users. I will use the issue of the the document called the National Security Strategy. That document has given us guide as to how to contain insurgency by all crimes, all form of security. But who are those to execute those things? When I read that book and I said, yeah, this is the way. But who till today, I have not seen any agency and say, let us key into this program. If the book was written in 2019, signed by the president and the NSA, that is lying on one table or mm. somewhere. Mm. So I will say, rather than blaming the leadership people, uh, we should blame also the guy down the ladder who executes government visions and missions. But if we have competent people to handle such things, I think we will do well. Okay, sir, so before we let you go, this is security we're talking about. And um, in some other climes, when issues like this come up, you see government come up with strong statements and they stand by what they say. Let's um, flash back to what happened in 9-11, okay? And Bush back then said that will be the last time such will happen on the soil of America under his watch. And we saw that play out. It happened that way. We've seen in so many cases where, of course, the last kidnap that took place, one of the kidnaps that took place in Zamfara State, Mr. President told Nigerians, through the NSA that this would be the last of its kind and back to back to back to back to back we've been having all of this incident we've had them say come you guys Nigerians defend yourselves if you match these words together does it give a, the common man hope that um, there are chances that someday this issue will die out uh, okay uh, you see, when government make pronouncements, mm. they, they must be backed mm. When the 911 came up and uh, Americans said it should be the last time, we put a machinery in place mm. called Homeland Security. Security yeah? Yes, everybody got involved. Everybody, patriotic citizens of that country, got involved and said, let's protect our homeland. But here it demands the case when the leadership makes a pronouncement. It ends there because nobody takes it further down the line to read it between the lines and say this is how to execute it. Mm. So we, we need to do something that we're thinking about. We need to create a multi-agency structure where all the agents, all the military department and agencies, MGOs, everybody that is concerned about security in Nigeria are fused together so that we don't work in isolation. It is when all of us come together and the president makes a pronouncement, you know who should key in, who should take the lead, and then who should follow, who should support the lead. But today, we are segmented. Everybody in his own, in his own corner. The Force, Army, Navy, SSS, everybody. There's no fusion point where we all gather and share ideas and rub minds and say, the president has said this, how do we achieve it? That's the way I think we should go. So what, what now is the issue? Because now we have Air Force, we have the Army, we have the Navy, we have civil, um, defense. civil defense, Police. we have the new one now, Peace Corps. We have a lot of agencies. At the same time, many are clamoring for state police. Okay, and they're saying if we have state police, we are the governor can actually have access to all of this, it will help to cover it. We talked about the homeland security where people, you know, bring information to them and it has actually helped to reduce the 
the rate of insecurity or terrorism in the u.s here we have a lot of agencies and like you said no cohesion what should be done will state policing be the answer to all of this problem now not just an easier when you create a state policing it's a good idea but they must still be coordinated somewhere at the top where they all relate to because you have federal police if you have a state police force you will still have federal federal like the u.s structure has the uh, authority to move anywhere in the country mm. the state policing have their limitations but the federal so there must be somewhere that they are all coordinated so when the boundary of the state policing ends the federal takes over if the state is going to another state it does not have the right to move into another state so if we are all establishing states uh, architecture or security it's not a bad idea but still at the federal level at the top we must have a coordinating center where every resources is integrated and coordinated for effectiveness but as long as we still do uh, this segmental approach it might still not work so my preaching is that we should have a multi-agency cooperation center the defense headquarters only work with the armed forces but we need other agencies that are outside under the ministry of interior to also be brought under one umbrella for easy cohesion that's my take sir i want to ask this question for me last question do you think we stand a chance to win this insurgency to defeat this insurgency in this country from your own uh, perspective yes i believe so how soon sir so, especially with the new uh leadership of the armed forces and i've seen the past leaders of the armed forces and i'm looking at the new ones that are just even born. the new ones seems to be more together the army air force navy their rank brackets is not far from each other and they had worked in those theaters in the past together so i'm seeing the positive uh, movement forward because they have related well in the past and i believe from their body language i'm saying they will still relate more and once all of them are relating well then they can put their resources together achieve concentration force economy of effort and then success will be in the way so i'm not giving up I just feel that they will be truly bonded and then we'll have some respect. All right, thank you very much. Um, Air thank you very much, um, Air Commodore Abayami Balogun. You've been very helpful this morning. Okay. Well, Abuja has been the voice of Air Commodore Abayami Balogun, retired. We are all products of hope, they say. We now hope against hope in this country. Well, like you said, let's hope that they all work together and um, bring an end to this kidnapping, banditry, and all of it. But in the meantime, we'll take a quick break, pay some views, and um, we'll be back shortly. Then go nowhere. All right, welcome back. It's still the podium, our current first flagship program on policy, strategy, and good governance. And in the studio with me, I've been speaking with him. Stacey Jackson and um, Jumobi Adegbiti is a communications designer and I post. Good to have you back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Don't forget, um, we spoke with Air Commodore Abayomi Balogun, retired, and um, he said a lot the issue of insecurity and then talking about synergy amongst mm -hmm. all agencies. 
you can actually call in to be part of this program is quite huge zero nine zero nine four three five zero four one five and the whole issue today is on the issue of kidnapping how do we bring this to an end okay the polls have been conducted but beyond the polls it's not just about conducting we're looking at conducting the polls and also proffering solution and hoping like um air commodore said we are now beings of hope Ooh. hoping that the appropriate authorities we look into the solutions proffered hello good morning yeah it's uh mama francis calling from Nassau. all right mama francis Yes, I heard um, about the Mama Angabasu's uh, voice. I'm not surprised because uh, some time ago, uh, Mama Angabasu of Libya, when he came to this country, he made some suggestions. And uh, it's like uh, it is that suggestion that they are trying to carry out. So the borders should be highly strengthened now than before. That's my take. Okay, brothers, should be strengthened. I think we can just squeeze in one more call and that'll be all for today. Zero nine zero nine four three five zero four one five. Hello, good morning. Benia. Good morning, sir. Yeah, this is Felix from Jikoyi. All right, Felix. Benia, is it not time we mobilize from security vote? to build the walls of Nigeria across the northern borders mm -hmm. and put entrance and exit gates hmm. and be manned by security people. Hello? I'm with you. Will it not solve problem? Now the president is saying as long as there is problem in Libya, the arms will not stop coming to the, the, to the Sahel region yet. All the weapons in Libya, is it only in Nigeria they focus to bring it? What did Nigeria do to them? All right, um, Felix, we can't take any more calls because of our time. We just um, left with, I think, a minute of thereabout. Adegbite, this is where we are. You've heard Nigerians and um, what they're saying. For our leaders, we believe they should look into some of those polls of yours and um, act on it. Don't you think so? Yes, um, exactly, Peniel. And I think... Um, with what um, some of our speakers have also said earlier on, um, I think it will be high time too for um, for Nigeria to start considering the issue of technology in addressing um, this issue. Thank you. All right, um, Tracy Jackson, your last word. I think I I I agree with our guests here. That is just the the the, the, the result. That is that should be our resolve, and. By that, you know that everything will be transparent when we uh, when we deploy this technique. You cannot cheat, you cannot hide, you cannot lie about it. Everything will be in the open. Thank you. All right, um, that will be the size of it for today on the podium for all that have called. Thanks for calling. And um, those who couldn't take your calls, I'm sorry, it's time. But God bless you. God bless Nigeria and long live the Federal Republic of Nigeria. All thanks again to Air Commodore Bayami Balogun for being part of the program via phone. Gentlemen, I'll see you next week again. God bless you. God bless Nigeria and long live the Federal Republic of Nigeria. My name remains Peniel. Peniel Diana. I'll see you shortly. Bye-bye for now.